1: U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to a
0: Real Man Wood podcast. This is Chris Liss, your host, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host from Yahoo Sports, Dalton Don. What's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Doing all right, list. Um, I actually had a pretty crazy beginning to my week uh, this week. I'll just tell it right away. Um, I, uh, I got a call, so across the street from us, our neighbors, or my, my wife's cousin, he's my age, married with a couple kids, and uh, got a call and uh, said, uh, will you send Dalton out, out, out in front real quick? And I threw my shoes on and ran out not knowing what to expect, but long story short, some guy broke in middle of the day on Monday to my neighbor's house in the backyard, scared his wife, Tried to take off in his bike, and, and my my friend ran him off the road. And anyway, I had to detain a felon for 35 minutes. The cops took to, to get there because we told him you know, they he wasn't resisting. But some guy was like tatted up; he had a teardrop tattoo. And me and this other guy detained him, waiting there for 35 minutes until the cops came and took this guy away to, to jail. It was pretty 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 interesting.
0: What do you mean, a real man detains that dude? But what did you do? I mean, how did you detain yeah, I mean, him? He did. obviously was cooperating with you because you weren't yeah, going to detain I mean, shit. Did.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a couple other funny things. Like he was trying to like, uh, like hide something in, in my in my buddy's truck. He's like, "What is that?" And then he was like going after his backpack. I mean, I didn't want to bore you with the details. A couple, you know, you never you don't know what this guy has in his backpack. And there were some weird things, but but when we when the cops got there, no, he didn't resist or anything. And it wasn't some some crazy story, but he had like a, you know, a, a crack pipe, and there was like all kinds of women's clothes in his backpack. He claims he was wearing them, but there was like women's underwear in this guy's uh, pockets when they was getting arrested. I mean, it was pretty. Pretty, pretty interesting, man. I, and I don't like to throw around the word hero lightly, but my uh, my community is a safer place today because of my actions. I, you know, detain you know, citizens arrest. I, I got to say, it's uh, pretty. Uh, All right. you know, you're like
0: saying that. you're saying that it was some other person that was detained with the woman's underwear, right? It's somebody you know, a friend of a friend. So,
1: uh, I helped my buddy who lives across the street, who's my wife's yeah. cousin, who yeah. got his house broken into, and I, He's and the, I he was the
0: me. one that was detained, right?
1: Mm-hmm. No, not no. The person How do you
0: know so much phone about phone? this guy? How do you know so much about everything going on here? I'm curious about this. But what do you mean you didn't have to detain him? You just stood there and said, "Hey, stick around. The cops are coming." Yeah. Why didn't no, he just I like leave?
1: I like that word specifically because when the chief finally so it went from no cops to eventually six SUVs. Everyone in this city I live in uh, went to, to this entire neighborhood. Um And I liked it because he pointed him out. And he's like, so the guy didn't try to leave. They detained him. So I like that word specifically detained. That's the word I'm going with. But yeah. what that means is we we hung around and we said, do not leave. And if he had ran, we probably would have let him go. I mean, what was it worth? You know, I'm just trying to stole my buddy's back. I mean, it's not like being, you got to tackle wife, it. you know. Yeah, my, my, yeah, and he ran him off the road when he saw him. And my, and my friend, you was know, scared of his wife and kid. And, like he was like trying to steal on his property, and he like he had undone all his gas and and, and his his water softener. I'm tying it all back to this. Uh, it's funny this this podcast talk. He messed up his water softener. His um, he turned off the power, which have been pretty scary, you know, if your wife. That's why he called him. That's why he was coming back because his wife's like my power. The power's off in the house. It's like messed with the water. So I don't know what his ultimate goal was before he was scared and ran off. But um, but yeah, anyway, pretty. Pretty crazy for, a, for a, a Monday afternoon when I didn't expect, and, if, and the text to my my, my wife was like, "Oh, just hit, go out there, Dalton." I wasn't expecting that. I thought it was going to do a you know a minor chore or something, not a possibly get into a you know a, f- a fist fight with some dude on the run.
0: I can't imagine the level of NLM that would see you and stay put. You know what I mean? It wouldn't just punch yeah. you in the face and, and walk away.
1: Well, I- I've been making jokes like it's just nonstop. You know, a couple people are like, "Oh, did you bring your gun?" Because they know I'm not a gun guy. And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I brought my left and my right, man." Once I came out there, they saw my my, my, <laughs> my It was. Uh, I'm yeah, definitely so.
0: breaking into that place next week. As soon as I'm in California, I'm breaking into that place.
1: All right, yeah. So that that's my my story for the week, and uh, it's pretty pretty funny, and. Uh, and I... I can only imagine. Uh, yeah, exactly. A, a nutless monkey like me uh, deterring someone. But again, in, in his defense, he was fought, he was very much tweaking, and he called a uh, uh, called someone a clone, and he, he was unclear if he knew exactly where he was. In his defense, right. but uh, oh, I saw he thought
0: did. he thought there were many clones of you. You were just like one of many. Yeah. Well, no, I respect that. A real man definitely detains many people. I mean, this is just your first detainment, but a real man detains many over the course of his life.
1: And, and he and he was on parole, and uh, like I said, and, and he was going to go away for a while. So that's why I said actually detained a felon. But uh, so, so what did you do this week, List? You did win fifty dollars from me, and handily, I could have sent you that one right away. So congrats, congrats on that. And um, how, how else did things go have gone for you since we last talked, List?
0: I went two and two against the spread. Um, obviously, one of my best bet the Chiefs. That was such easy money. The first couple of drives, I was like, this is so easy. This is ridiculous. The Colts didn't score until five minutes left in the game, except for a block punt touchdown. It's how dominated they were. And it was kind of the story of the whole weekend. Like, I thought the Chargers – the Chargers were my least uh, favorite bet of the week, but they just got smoked in New England. I mean, you know, all the wild card teams just were not ready. I mean, the Eagles obviously could have won if Alshon doesn't drop that pass. That was the only close game, and it was not a good game. It was a horrible game to watch. It was all just penalties and just endlessly long, boring drives. It was a horrible weekend of football. I mean, it was tough. Those standalone games, the only one I enjoyed was the Chiefs because obviously it went my way. But also I was at this guy's house, I told you, eating Thai food that was excellent. He made so much food and we got so drunk. And right after dinner, we're eating dessert and he let me just put the laptop on the table. So I was kind of talking to him and some other people and drinking wine and just kind of watching the plays with no volume. And it was just a really pleasant way to watch the game.
1: Yeah, I hear you. The games were a big letdown. Supposed to be the best weekend of, of the year for football it was certainly not that. Uh, yeah, I, I like. How
0: bad Chargers. was the refereeing? Like they like there was that play in the Chargers game where oh, I was Keenan Allen or somebody caught the ball on like the seven yard line and he seven like dropped line. it inside yeah. the end zone and they're like incomplete pass. And so of course we got to waste everybody's time with the review, right? So it's like how many people are watching that game? Like twenty five million times five minutes is like about three human lives just flushed down the toilet, you know, three murders basically, because of the amount of minutes of human life that was just wasted on that review. And why? Because the ref called that incomplete. He couldn't see that the I mean, the dude caught the ball on the 7-yard line. It came out on the uh, in the end zone. Like how is that how could that not be possession? It just made no sense. Yeah, no-
1: these standalone games through the reviews, obviously far worse, but that one in particular, cause they're trying to get away from that. They don't have to get down there and, and, you know, you know, whatever become a corpse by the time it's ruled a full catch. It was really, really annoying. And um, yeah, the more, the more I read about uh, that game and the whole zone Brady and man, and, and how much the chargers, the scheming, I really disliked me picking the chargers more and more so that obviously I didn't, I did not quite see it going that way. But uh, I, now, would you factor the everything was you know the setup was New England, or do you think just flat out they could have met in a neutral field tomorrow, and the Patriots you'd, you'd still favor them heavily? Just you know looking at now and the schemes and the coaching and all that list.
0: I think it was like a one week gap, not not one team with two weeks, and it was in a neutral field, and it was in a neutral weather field, and the time was an afternoon game. I would be happy to take the Chargers. I mean, it would be like even. You know, I don't think it'd like. Chargers should be, like, favored or anything, but I think, like, a pick'em or New England minus one or something like that. New England killed them, but, I mean, that's what happens when you're – I mean, you know, it's hard to say, right? It's really impossible to say whether it's the setup or maybe New England's just better than we thought. Clearly, like, the Chargers' offensive line has not been good lately, and Rivers, he only got sacked three times, but he's in a hurry, like, all the time. He didn't really have that much time to throw. Brady never really seemed to be – under pressure, they were running the ball at will. They dominated. I mean, it was start to finish. It wasn't nearly as close as the score because San Diego, or San Diego, L.A. outscored them twenty-one to three in the end of the game. So that's a thirteen-point margin, but it was really a thirty-one-point margin, basically when you know they, yeah. they stopped really trying. So
1: I saw the scoring in our XM league. I, I switched it once the, the playoff league we did. And I saw that Gates had a decent amount of points for me. I'm like, Oh this guy score it wrong? I missed if he scored a touch. I mean, I, I had turned the game off, like even in a playoff
0: game. I did too. I, I turned off the – I didn't know – actually, until, until just now, I never even bothered to check. I saw they did score at the end from the final score, but I didn't even bother to check. I mean, why? Who yeah. cares? I'm, I'm wasting way too yeah. much time on this crap game yep. anyway. Who, it, it means nothing. There's no fantasy implications anymore. So I think I'm going to win that. You're going to owe me more money, man, because I've got a lot of Patriots. We'll see what happens with the Chiefs. I've got Damian Williams. I had Marlon Mack, and I've got a lot of Patriots.
1: Yeah, um, I got Brady a couple places but went in on the, on, on the Bears in my, my three leagues. So I think I'm, I'm going to finish in the middle of packing on those. Um, nicely done, though. Listen, then the Saints, one other thing I'd say this weekend, that was obviously a surprise. Eagles up 14 in, nothing in New Orleans after the first quarter. Um, and then what did they not? You know, second half, totally different story. And, and Jeffrey, the drop. But um, of the four best teams, I guess, are the last one standing. So uh, do you want to move on to those or do you have anything else to, you, want to, you want to hit on first?
0: I just want to say how much those games sucked and how just – I don't care. Like the Saints-Rams, that's like boring. Like those teams suck. Yeah, they're good. But they're not those teams. You know like some years when you'd be like, okay, this is like the amazing offensive team versus the amazing defensive team. Like you'll see NFC title games like the greatest show on turf versus that Bucks defense that ended up winning the Super Bowl a few years later. And, you know, the Rams won 11-6. It was like a tough game for the greatest show on turf. That was their hardest game. Well, the Super Bowl is hard too, I guess. But, you know, just like you'd be like looking forward to a showdown between nasty teams. You'd be like, okay, who's going to win this? Uh, I, I don't really feel like that with the NFC. I feel like I don't really give a shit. Like they both are just okay. They both kind of, you know, way, you know the Saints peaked in the middle of the year. The Rams peaked early. The we- The players don't excite me that much. So, I don't know. I'm just not that excited about that game. And then the other one's way more interesting, I think, because, again, just like the Chargers game, it's like the Patriots didn't seem that great all year. They seem to, you know, obviously, coming off an amazing game, but they haven't been good on the road. The personnel's underwhelming. I mean, Julian Edelman's their number one receiver. They don't have anyone else. They got James White, Julian Edelman, catching passes. Sony Michel. Is the offensive line that good? I mean, it seems okay. Defensive backfield is good. The, you know The secondary is good, but I don't know. I mean this is just crazy. And going into Kansas City, I think Kansas City should just light them up. They'll do something smart. They'll take away Kelsey or Hill or both, but man, it's it's easier said than done, especially in KC. So I want to see if, if Belichick's up to this task. I'm I'm really curious. And and you know, Andy Reid with the you know, these weapons that he has and Mahomes a level of QB he's never had before. So I think I think the AFC game's kinda interesting. I want to watch it. The NFC game I don't give a shit. One of these teams is going to make the Super Bowl. It's just kind of it's just kind of underwhelming, in my opinion.
1: So, part of me totally agrees with you, and I've heard you say that uh, before. I think on XM about how you don't think these teams are are very good, and I can see it. I don't think the Saints and Rams are certainly not peaking now, and uh, part of me is totally that very underwhelming. Um, but then on the same on the other side i'll say is it recency bias um i mean they put up some pretty massive numbers this season i think the saints average the same amount of points per game this year than like the 1994 49ers you know how loaded were a lot of those teams and we're just thinking in, in the past I, I don't know you get what i'm saying with that
0: i do um but you know the i think the whole baseline of what a good offense is has shifted right The the game is different yeah now. there's that you can't touch anybody in the secondary. There's all these penalties. So many of those games, like the Saints beat the Steelers in New Orleans, and it's the only reason it's in New Orleans and not Los Angeles. And it was on just total bullshit, like that fourth down call that was a PI that was total crap and juju fumbles. And just, I don't know. I mean, of course, every team has plays like that all year. But I just, the Saints just haven't been good in like five weeks yet. You haven't seen them yeah. be really good. They could have easily lost to the Eagles last week at home. The Rams too haven't been that good. Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods. Whoa, you know, and like Gurley's not quite himself. He's limited. And then you've got like on the Saints, it's like yeah, they have some nice running backs, but like Michael Thomas is he's good, but he's he's just not like one of those guys going to catch an 80-yard touchdown. And you look at the other receivers are pretty crap. I think Ted Ginn could be a, an important guy. No tight ends on either team. The defense is pretty good for the Saints. The, the Rams defense has great personnel, but they haven't really played that well. I don't know, it's just not that compelling of a game to me. I I think like the winner, you know it's funny, is I I saw the Super Bowl uh point spreads. And so every all three teams are considered equal except the Saints are a point and a half favorite. So any other matchup is a is a pick 'em right now, but the Saints would be a point and a half favorite over either AFC team and the Rams would be a pick 'em oh, over that, either.
1: Oh, that seems crazy to me. That seems crazy to me. I mean, not crazy, it's a point and a half, but I mean, I, would, I wouldn't judge that. I would say they're all pretty much equal.
0: I, I like the AFC winner. I mean, I think, you know, the Patriots. Yeah, if
1: I have anything, exactly. Yeah,
0: I, don't, I don't think, you know, the Patriots are that great, and we'll see, but if they can do this in KC, if they can prove me wrong, not only crush, it's one thing to crush San Diego on an early body clock cold weather game in their third week on the road at home. If they can go do this in KC and get it done, I, I'll, I be be a belie- I'll be a believer, you uh-huh.
1: know? I will absolutely be on the AFC team. I mean, even minus three or something. But I, what I think the line should be right now. It's AFC minus three is what I So I'm surprised to hear that about the Saints. So this game, I am going to take the Saints, though. Um, uh, you can say it afterward, but I think you're, you're against me here. I mean, they're. I hear you everything on offense, but they are pretty good against uh, defensively. Sheldon Rankin's out might be a major problem, but they've been so good against the run. Jared Goff just so mediocre on the road this year. It's like almost as many touchdowns as interceptions, 7.6 YPA. And you know, part of the reason the Rams D looked so good last week, maybe it's the return of uh, Talib and, and health and all that. But they, they they knew the Dallas signals, so I don't know. I think partially had oh, to do with that. True? So they
0: they knew the Dallas signals. I didn't hear that.
1: I don't I don't know how true it is, but that's definitely been the rumors, and a lot of people have kind of concur. I mean, that's what they say is that there was been a tell that was there was a flat out tell, and they knew run back. <sighs> I mean. Because I, yes. I, I picked
0: Dallas that game, and I thought Dallas could have beat them. Like, you know, they, they got stuffed on that fourth down, and that really hurt. I just don't think the Rams are that good, but I think they can still win. I actually picked them to win in New Orleans. I just think the Saints aren't that good. I mean, come on. Being life and death with the Eagles, that's, just, that's not that's not a great team. And then the Rams. I guess
1: that Eagles team just went into Chicago. It was really tough to beat in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, maybe I don't the, know. Look at it that way.
0: Yeah, maybe the Eagles were better, but I mean, Michael Thomas. I can't. I just don't see why he's so good. Jeff and I were talking about this. If you saw those routes, he just caught, you know, he had a huge game against the Eagles. It was like 10 yards and they cut in. And then Breeze hits him for like a 15-yard reception every time. And I'm like, dude, he's running 10 yards and he's cutting in. Just cover him, you know? I mean, he's not even fast. He just couldn't cover him. And Jeff was saying, well, you know, a lot of these receivers, like they really know how to read the defenses and exactly when to cut and they know how to cut at full speed. And the defense doesn't know which direction they're going to cut. And so when they plant their foot and cut, it's like the defense is just a step slow. And the ball's there, breezing. and he have a you know really good rapport. And I get it. But, you know, it's not like I've seen Odo Beckham make some crazy stutter step double move stuff where the DB falls down or he's like 20 yards out of the play. You know, it's not you don't really see that with Michael Thomas.
1: Yeah, Bill Simmons told Cousin Sal in the last podcast, uh, the debate's over on wide, who's the best wide receiver in the NFL is after that Michael Thomas performance, and I just laughed thinking of you because of this. Yeah, so according to him or probably a lot of general public, uh, he's up there as the best uh, argument, uh best wide receiver in the game now. But, yeah, the explosion, it's a different ballgame than, 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 say, a Tyreek Hill and, and yeah. Yeah, I, I mean,
0: I Tyreek Hill, now, Odell Beckham, be uh, Pete Peters Antonio Brown, Julio Jones... Yeah, those are the guys that you like yeah. fear you know those are the guys that take over the whole game i mean michael thomas had a nice game but
1: i don't And the fear. last time they played he had a huge game too but khalib was out and now he'll be playing but i hear you he's not someone to really feel like who yeah i know why are the saints i mean kirkwood maybe over the top i mean yeah gins gonna have to make i think camara has a final has a big game um but uh they are very underwhelming i actually think the saints win this game with their defense and it hits the under that that, that would be my prediction
0: yeah, I have this one, 27-24 Rams, which is the under. And the other one, I have it, I think, barely over, like 31-27 Chiefs. And I know it's supposed to be cold, but it's not. It, when I first looked at the weather, it was between minus 2 and 11. And now it's between, I want to say, like 10 and 30 or something, or 10 and 26, which is way different. 10, 10 is the low and 26 is the high. And it's going to be you know, early evening, so it'll probably be like 20. 20 no big deal three degrees, that starts to get pretty damn cold. That may affect play.
1: I sent in Chiefs on the staff picks, but, man, since then I've been, I don't know, this is a tough one. I, I'm going to recommend teasing this week, um, even though some people say don't go through zero if you're on the home teams, but whatever, it's just two games. Because um, I think these lines are obviously just very tight and just right what they should be. So uh, I, I, I went Chiefs, but, man, uh, the, the Pats could easily pull this pull this game out. So which side did you take?
0: I'm taking the Chiefs. It's my it's my best bet. I mean
1: Yeah, it's okay. Look, look there's all this
0: Belichick wizardry stuff, but like come on. Julian Edelman's their number one receiver. Sony Michelle actually looked really good in that game. I just think the Chargers were just they were just out of sorts. They were just wrong time zone, wrong three road games in a row. It just they it was just broke. It was just too much. And they just weren't there. They weren't they weren't completely present and they just couldn't do it. But I mean, come on, that shit, you can't compete. They're bringing a knife to a gunfight, man. Julian Edelman, James White, stinking dunk. I mean, I'm sure Belichick will do something to try to limit the big plays and turn the Chiefs into a drive-it-down-the-field team also and try to just slug it out. And if that happens, the Patriots can win. But easier said than done, especially in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is so good. His arm is so big. He can throw on the move. He can scramble. They just have so many advantages. I know Brady's super sharp, reads the defense as well. Chiefs defense isn't very good. But I don't know, man. I just, just come on. It's it, At some point, like, I'll be impressed if they can solve this riddle. I'll put it that way. I'll be very impressed. But I, I got to just go with the ridiculous disparity in explosiveness and weapons.
1: And if the narrative of Belichick and the Pats love shutting down the opponent's best player uh, comes true here, my, my prediction is they sell out to stop Terry Kill, not not Kelsey. That's my prediction if you're playing DFS. Whatever. I think Belichick and, and what he did last time, they, they played each other in his speed. Um, Either way, I am picking KC to win. I, uh, I think that would be more interesting to see Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, if the Pats go in there and, and Kansas City and win this, just so much more props. Crazy the eight straight finals, LeBron eight straight conference championships brady just just nuts and just such 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 props it's just it's crazy man what more can be said about them uh, and uh, is it just scheme or whatever i saw an interesting uh, debate uh, i think um, in in the comments and you're beating the book versus athlete versus scheme versus uh coaching you know and, and, and all that and the answer is obviously probably some you know combination of all especially with with the patriots are, are a great example of that and and a nice counter here looking at the ridiculous athletes on the other side of the you know other side of the field here with the Chiefs.
0: no nah, ted bell's just totally wrong about that i mean come on i was like the the talent level is hugely different he's like no way and then he's like you'll see josh McDaniels will scheme those guys into formations that'll make them i'm like yeah exactly that's not talent right that's 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 putting people in formations that's that's the opposite of talent that's that's coaching and you know he, he sort of was like well Clearly, you don't. You and I don't see eye to eye because you think Theo Riddick is just as good as James White. I'm like, yeah, Theo Riddick's good. <laughs> if he was on the Patriots, he'd be really good. He'd be just like James White. He's actually almost like James White for the Lions. He'd probably be better. He's probably better than James White. Theoretic is a really good pass catching back. That's what James White is. And then you know, it. Julian Edelman well, is like,
1: like you're throwing like athlete around. So like the difference in workout metrics between those two are like stark, right? So is that no? They're not. Jam-
0: to? No, they're not. James White is is. Ran a four five seven.
1: Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we started doing virtual visits. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. Learn more at microsoft.com/slash teams. I looked them up specifically because of that. They were pretty different. I mean, they, they were very different.
0: James White ran a four five seven forty.
1: Uh, whatever uh, one was like 65 percentile and one was 15 percentile or something like that well y- you might, you might be using some way, overall per-
0: percentile thing but what i'm saying is james white is four five seven that's slow that's below average for running back yeah.
1: okay so, so is there also a difference in in athletic ability versus the the cutting versus straight lines what, what, what is your response to that
0: well yeah i mean but riddick is like riddick's considered one of the best receiving backs in the game I mean that he's known as being one of the best route runners and hands, and he's just a really good receiving running back.
1: I see James no, White okay, move, as move similar. Okay, They're similar. In general. Okay, right. Okay, just in general though. I meant like. You I mean know, James uh, White
0: was barely used for like two, three years, and then he had that, and then the the huge game of the Super Bowl, and then last year they barely used him. Deion Lewis was the man. And then this year, James White did get a lot of receptions. This year, no, he, I know it, it, he Kevin had a much Paul, bigger role. Whoever. You can't act like James White is some like superstar athlete. He's like, he's good. He's good in his role. You know, Kevin Falk, remember him on the Pats? just, he's just one of those guys. He's not gonna. You put James White on the Lions, he's not gonna do better than Theo Riddick. You know.
1: No, I'm not saying he's some super athlete. No, yeah, this is exactly. just all, all
0: the. I mean, Julian Edelman. Julian Edelman's like a poor man's Robert Woods. Julian Edelman's going to be 33 in a few months.
1: He has deceptive speed, Edelman.
0: He does have deceptive speed. it's very deceptive. But, you know, he's – come on. I mean, you can't – you look at this Chris Hogan, another guy with deceptive speed. They don't even throw to him anymore. The only guy who is good is Cordero Patterson. I don't know why they don't throw to that guy every play. If I were Belichick, the ball would be in Cordero Patterson's hands, like, 35, 40 times a game. You can't stop that guy. That guy's, like, 215 and runs, like, a – a four forward, like the best vision and moves in the game. I don't know how they don't get that guy the ball. But, you know, I mean, come on, Philip Dorsett. It's pretty fast, actually, Dorsett, but they don't get him the ball either. Gronk, one catch for 25 yards. It'd be really, I, it would be really interesting if they broke out Gronk. That, I think that would maybe shift the balance. That's the one guy that he's like, Kelsey, you can't really guard him. He could just take over.
1: And for whatever it's been worth, Kansas City have been really vulnerable to – to, to the tight end position, but uh, yeah, that should be a fun game. I hope I hope it is high school. One thing about the weather, like it, the point total is still really really high. Like I've heard, you know, people debate that and whatnot. It feels more comfortable as a you know as a it's going on air or writing that it's that you we know, you want the dome team. But what do you factor in? Obviously, wind is what most people say. So as far as if you're setting up a DFS lineup, do you not care at all if it is if it is nine degrees?
0: I, I don't think it's. I mean, the forecast could change, but nine is below the low or to the very low. And that's probably like five a.m. It's going to be nine. So, no. If it were nine, I would be a. It would you know I think it would matter a little bit. Mahomes has small hands. He like graded really low on the hand size. And I don't know if you yeah. ever played football. You're from Northern California, so you probably don't know this, but I used to play in the park in New York, and you know he thrown a football. Is he probably has bigger hands than I do because he's six foot three? But it was you know when it was really cold out, it's hard to grip if your hands aren't you know really big. So. I don't know, it just seemed like that's not ideal, but in 20, if it's like 20 degrees out, that's no big deal. I used to play all the time like that, and you, you, you're a little cold when you get to the park, and then once you start running around, you're like taking off your jacket, you're playing in your sweatshirt and t-shirt, it's 20 out, you know, you're, it's warm. So I don't think 20 is a big deal.
1: Gotcha. Um, uh, apparently, the over/under doesn't seem to think so as well. So, all right. So, we were different on the NFC, same on AFC. But uh, you tend to agree that you don't feel strongly either way. You on either of these, do you? I mean, I
0: don't feel strongly because the Patriots. No one really got rich betting against the Patriots, but I, you know, I like KC here. I think, I think that okay. you want to fade New England off that incredibly impressive win when the, you know, when all the advantages they have are completely removed. You know, they just had so many of those like situational edges that are, that are gone now.
1: Yeah. All right. Listen, before I uh, have a few other things I want to run, run by you, uh, do you have anything else? Wh- what about yourself?
0: Yeah. So I'm watching succession. You, you, uh, put out your list of the, you know, your favorite shows of the year and yes. you had succession. Number one, I had yes. a better call Saul and the Americans, but I just don't see how successions, even in sh- like shouting distance of those two better call Saul and the Americans Succession's Okay. It's pretty goofy it's but it's like billions, man. it's like a it's like just sort of like yeah, okay. over the top goofy. It's not really how could you make that number one?
1: Okay, first of all, I wrote my I always do this as my favorite shows of the year, not the top shows or the best shows. I do not think they they're the best shows, and I like to highlight new shows, and if people had not heard it. I think the opening song is the sickest of all T V shows and it's very entertaining, but absolutely and any, anyone who asks me about it on the on the comments, I say be warned, it's over the top and absolutely an, an appropriate uh appropriate comparison is billions and Better Call Saul is is definitely uh, higher higher art, better 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 quality I, I for thought- sure. And I, I probably should have said the Americans because it's the last season. Maybe I should have just rewarded it and put it, put it number one. But, but that is my response to that. Certainly no argument. Those other two shows, higher art, better for sure. This is just my favorite. And I just put it on there just because damn, that show is fun and entertaining as hell. All
0: right. But you, I mean, uh, well, you do what you want. It's your list, but I would, I think that's dangerous, man, because Heather's like, Oh, we can't ever listen to his list again. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, well, I was like, I, I was like, well, usually he knows what he's talking about, but the, I mean, it's decent. It's it's kind of a fun show. There's some funny stuff in it, and I love the uh, Macaulay Colkin's brother. What's his name? Kieran Colkin. That guy is yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so like horrific. He's such a horrific dude. But then actually, I haven't watched the whole thing, and I'm not gonna give it away. But I definitely got it where he picks up. I just put it this way: if you're ever in a a meth den, that's the dude you want picking you up. Because however pathetic you are, the state you're in, that dude, it's like the dude you want to see because he's such a not a serious person. Most of the time being a non-serious person is not good. But if you're the guy in the crack den getting picked up, that's who you want picking you up.
1: Absolutely. You can't take these things too seriously, too. It's just a ranking system. My thing basically is just like here are shows and you should look at – it's very eclectic. You should just look at the – the description and kind of see what you what styles you like is there no no, no cartoons you got, you can't on there do that. there's you documentaries do that. you can't what, do, what that. do you mean you can't like,
0: you, you i mean you can do whatever you want but
1: you like got to be the, the Day, definitive
0: right? curative voice you know curation voice of tv for us man you got to be the guy that's like listen you know who the audience is mostly a bunch of sociopaths like alan says and ted bell and they listen to this And they probably don't watch as much TV as you do, and they want to know what the best shows are. And if you're sort of like, "Ah, I didn't really think this is the best show, I just kind of enjoyed it. And, you know, you, you gotta, they're not gonna, they're gonna be like, ah, well, this guy's too quirky.
1: He's yeah, too, I think it's tough to be also like you know season five. Yeah, that's true. But like a season five of Better Call Saul versus a season one, so you can jump in right now. I think I I probably pushed it forward to that too, so you could just start yeah. from the beginning there. And maybe it's fine. That's a fair criticism, and maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I should have put it down there as more of a billions type in a tier below. And that that's 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 and, fair. And I, it, it's it was number one,
0: man. It wasn't like I think that number seven that. would have been too high, but like it was number one. You know, that's that's pretty. Intense, and then uh, you might have just said, "Okay, here's the best new shows, or here's new shows that I found enjoyable, you know, or something." Well,
1: well, finish it all. Finish it too before 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 it's full. Okay, I have two episodes
0: left. I've got two episodes left.
1: But I I do, I do, I do understand that, and it is definitely more a more of a billions type. It's like billions. It's like billions. Right. Yeah, that, that's, it, it's, it is that, It is like that, yes. But I think you could kind of look at the group and kind of pick and choose it. I mean, I, I'm putting some, some real serious stuff there. And you'd, you'd see the comments are great, too. Some people say I'm the biggest idiot for including so-and-so, and then they'll say their favorite was Ray Donovan. I mean, it's, just, it's just very, very funny. You can't, you can't please everyone there. But that, that is that is a, a fine criticism, and, and yeah. you're making me regret putting that number one.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, you've got to make it so, like, you because know, I think the people listening to this are like, They're smart. They are a little demented, but they want something that's going to, you know, and obviously it's boring to say the Americans are number one because everybody thinks the Americans is number one and then better call Saul's number two. I mean, it would be kind of boring, but I don't know, man. It's kind of like taking Todd Gurley number one. You know, you kind of put like, I'm not going to say you put Barkley number one. You put like, I'm going to say you put Jimmy G number one. That's what I think you did.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Tore his ACL too. Um, all right. Well check out that list and you can be uh, equally as critical if you go on my on Twitter. Um what else? Uh, did you have anything else, list?
0: That was it. No, it's just and then you know, cause I I sell you to Heather. It was like kind of like when you told your friends that I that I said that oh, yeah. there are more living right. people than dead people. And then right. you, I just got that from some stupid source and you you know, then you you lost credibility. When you right. did that, like I lost credibility with Heather because she always wants to watch these bullshit shows like
1: well, there, there are also that's totally a, another thing too. If you were to recommend to specific well, people, but yeah, I, no, I, I but understand. It's, so it should it's be gotta number be one. the
0: I, list. It's gotta be yeah, the list. It's yeah, not. Yeah, it can't be yeah. like everyone has their own list. You know, every everybody's opinion is. You know, and, and Heather's like the worst. Like when Heather and I get to fight, I say, look, there's certain opinions upon which people can differ. Some people like lamb. Some people like steak. Like you know, you can't say to somebody, well, no, lamb is better, steak's better. But there are some opinions that are just. Wrong. There's just some opinions that are bad or wrong. Not that they can't have them, but it like sort of disqualifies a person as a serious person. And so she's always like, "No, every opinion." She sort of sometimes argues that like any opinion is valid, and I'm like, "No, it's just not true." So we get in these fights because because she thinks I'm dismissive of some views of like political stuff that she reads. I'm like, "That's bullshit." She's like, "What do you mean it's bullshit? You can't say it's bullshit." You know I'm like, "No, that's bullshit." So we get into these arguments. And then I said, okay, how about this? Putting succession ahead of Better Call Saul and the Americans. Is that like a valid opinion? Or is that just one thing where that's just false? She's like, no, that's just wrong. That's just not a valid right. opinion. So even, even <laughs> she was like, that's just not right. a valid opinion. And she yeah. doesn't even believe that one can say whether an opinion's invalid. And so she did that. And then and, and the reason that it is troubling to me is like I like she wants to watch all this bullshit like that. What's that one about, like Queen Elizabeth? What's that show?
1: Oh, what you is know? that called? Uh, the 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 Crown.
0: The Crown. The, okay, like the crown, the crown. And then there's okay. this Italian show on Netflix, like that's based on some book about these Italian girls and all this stuff. She always wants to watch shit like that, and it's it's you know I just can't watch that stuff. I just don't have the patience for it, and so I'm trying to get her to watch stuff that I want, and so I look to you because you're my curator of TV. And I'm like, oh no, no, no! Dalton said this is number one, so we got to watch this. And then when she realizes that that's not even shouldn't even be in the top ten, now my, you know, I have no leverage anymore to get her to watch stuff that I want to watch. So you see, you're you're not just it's not just for Heather. You're screwing over me and other dudes who are trying to look to you as like, you know, the guy. So you gotta, you know don't try to please everybody, but just come up with a list that you truly believe in, you know, not just sort of a quirky list. You gotta, you gotta put your well, I, reputation I, I and soul by, behind I, that I, list, I, man.
1: I, okay. Well I do. And I stand by that list fully. And that show is, is very entertaining. And I, and I stand by it. I, I will say that I can, I will not argue that it's not objectively, uh, in a different class than better call Saul and the Americans as far as art it's, it's certainly not in the same class that that's, that's fine. It, objectively, worse than those that, that's you're costing fair. me man but you know I, I, you're costing I stand, me because, i stand by that show though it's very entertaining and 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 I, I, i'm sorry for that uh there that you can't you, you that's the one that you uh that's the first one you've done that for and what, what was the other thing the uh the that was the movie that you had her watch uh, that wasn't you Wild that Wild was, was
0: that was even worse i know it wasn't me. that wasn't yeah, your what fault was that i it, that was guardians it was of the galaxy Wild which is just such right, a bad yeah. movie and it was some yeah, loser, like economist guy. For some reason I was following him on Twitter, because sometimes I'll follow people and I'll think I'll agree with some of their tweets or I'll think some of them are smart or whatever. And he's like, Oh man, this movie Guardians of the Galaxy is so good and whatever. So I was like, Oh, an action movie that I, I can go. So Heather and I were switching off and we went and it was I was fucking embarrassed. I was like I was like, dude, I this is even if I were sixteen years old, this would be too stupid for me. And I'm bringing my woman to this and this is the movie I choose, and then she chooses the movie that I have to go to which is you know, an Argentine movie with, with subtitles, which was Wild Tales. So she brings me to like one of the best movies I've seen in the last five years, and I bring her to this embarrassing like teen movie because I took some Nutless Monkeys uh, stupid recommendation on Twitter. And I also took a Nutless Monkeys recommendation on Twitter to take my daughter to this movie, something like The Revenge of the Teen Titans or something, because I had to take her to a movie, and it was fucking terrible for a kid's movie. It was so stupid. And, like, all the wrong, just so annoying. And, you know, I got, I got to be careful. So, I'm, you know, it's very valuable. If you can curate movies and TV to an extent that's reliable, I mean, you, you are providing a service. So don't take this lightly. And secondly, I will say, at least with succession, she's watching it. So she she mocks that it should even be in the top ten, and I kind of agree. But it's not, like, so terrible that we can't watch it. Like, it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a fucking joke, it's just, you know, it's just all right. It's like billions. It's like, you know, guilty pleasure type stuff.
1: Yeah. Guilty pleasure. fine. Uh, guardians of the galaxy. It's funny you bring that up. Cause I, I know people that, that really like that movie too. I, I, started it and didn't, didn't get very far, but I just thought that wasn't really my, my genre, but I do know other people that, that have sworn by it too, but I'm well, kind of don't, with don't you don't there. those like, other like, people, I, those
0: other people you now know, you cannot trust their taste in anything.
1: <laughs> all right let's switch gears here uh have you heard about jamie kloss the girl that i brought up uh months ago the missing girl have you heard about this I someone did. actually she was, she
0: was found they found her
1: yeah someone tweeted me for, who must listen to this podcast about it because that's the only place i think i've like brought it up but right after our podcast uh, last week uh, 88 days missing just crazy Tw- a 21 year old did it by himself like 70 miles away and it may have just gotten away with it if not for keeping her there. Just, just crazy. If you haven't heard about it, read it. Read it. It's, uh, it's actually, obviously, it's not the happiest ending since her parents were were, were killed. But man, that's that's got to be one of the most improbable things ever to be missing 90 days and then be, to be found, um, like that. So, that was crazy. Um, next week, uh, Liz, I'm gonna be at the FSTA conference in Tampa, which you will not be, um. I saw a tweet that you were nominated for analysts of the year, but I don't see in the nomination thing, so I'm confused. Are you or not an analyst of the year nominee?
0: I have no idea. I saw that tweet too. I clicked on it, didn't see my name and said probably uh Nando who tweeted out, probably just accidentally added me, and that was the last that's the last I thought about it <laughs> well, I literally have no idea, the- and I literally do not care.
1: that's pretty funny, all right well. <laughs> I'm gonna vote for you either way, Liz. So Thank you, you. Have my vote. I but, it. Um, is it?
0: Yeah. Is it? But by the way, is it done by voting? Is that how? Is that how you get the winner?
1: I have no idea. I, I, I think if it's I'll voting, win. I'm
0: definitely gonna lose. If it's voting, yes. come on, it's just so dumb. Voting. Oh, I'm gonna campaign for myself. I see that there's like these web awards that like different websites have, and you got to vote, and you can vote. You know, they try to get their their users to vote for it. It's fucking stupid.
1: Um, yeah, I, I have no idea the voting process, but um, uh, you will you'll be. I wish you could make it. I think some rotowire people will be there, right?
0: Yeah, Jeff will be there. Pete will be there. Shannon, Schuler, I think. You know, we'll send some people. We have got people nice. in different places. Cool. The, only thing I, the only other thing I had, and I'll just before we sign off, is uh, Tulsi Gabbard is running for president, and all the sort of mainstream Democrats are trying to smear her because she met with Assad to. Try to like cool down tensions, and um, she said some anti-gay stuff when she was like 22, and now she's like 38, and she repudiated it completely. She said that was totally wrong. She grew up in like a religious household, and and they're trying to like pin that to her. If you wanted to beat Trump, this is the person to nominate. She's uh, a veteran of the Iraq War. She's a Democrat. She supported Bernie in the uh, last primary. She actually resigned from the DNC because they were so pro-Hillary, and she was a Bernie supporter. She's for bringing troops home. She's for legalization of weed. She's for think Medicare for all. She's just like the shit that like most people believe in the independence. She is for that. And she didn't vote for the Iraq war. She's not like, you know, she doesn't have a a horrible track record of any of that stuff. So that would be one of the front runners to get my vote uh, in the election and in the primary. So I just want to put that out there. She was on Joe Rogan's podcast too, actually.
1: Nice. Tulsi Gabbard. Um, I'll yeah. look into her and good yeah. to know, Liz.
0: They're, they're saying she's like a Russian bot and shit. All, you know, oh, she's, she's on Putin payroll because she, you know, whatever. It's like they're starting with that bullshit. But
1: <laughs> All right, man, Liz. That's all I got through this week. And uh, will you please apologize to Heather for me for my uh, you know, erroneous number one ranking?
0: Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll let you do it Give yourself. Give her my
1: reasoning, though. Give her my reasoning, though.
0: I I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll at least clarify that like you didn't really think it was better on the merits. I'll say that at least.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Because okay. it reflects the, f- the fact that I that I trust your judgment reflects poorly on my judgment. That's that's what you have to understand uh,
1: uh, No, I'm I'm really upset about this. No, okay. you have me shaking. You you've so, damaged so you've, you've damaged
0: really like my it. reputation with my own woman, you know, and it was pretty bad well. to begin with.
1: Well, there is some benefit to it, at least you're telling right. me. But, but yeah, no. <laughs> please pass that on, and uh, yeah, good times, list, and uh, yeah, yeah, good talking. These. Hopefully, there is a couple good games this weekend.
0: Yeah, we'll see. By the way, if you enjoy this podcast, you don't subscribe to Rotowire, which is not many of you on either on either case. Rotowire.com/slash/pod free 10 day trial, and uh, go on uh, iTunes and rate the podcast and comment uh,
1: if you feel like it. All right, man, take it easy. Literally.